theme of our message today is discerning God's voice or discerning the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. I will touch different uh, subtitles and then see how far we go by the grace of the Lord. I will do a bit of an introduction. Uh, I will touch a bit on the spirit of Jezebel. I will touch on uh, how Elijah recognized God's voice and uh, what happens when we hear God's voice and what are we doing here. Praise the Lord. Of course, we, we are very familiar with these scriptures. Elijah had just killed. He actually had called us, King Haz, to summon the 450 uh, prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah. So that they, I, I think, I, 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 if I were Elijah, I would not call it a contention. But just to show, to show, to demonstrate whose God is the true God. And we know the story. Because, uh, of course, after the prophets of Baal tried to do all kinds of, kinds of things, of course, to call upon Baal to answer them so that he receives their offering. Of course, it resulted nothing. And Elijah called upon his God, and it happened, of course, that God brought fire from heaven and consumed the offering. And the rest, of course, as they say, is history. Because the 450 prophets of Baal were killed. And because uh, there was a queen, Israel had reached, and this is the story, if you listen to what, how Elijah is speaking to God. He says, uh, Israel has profaned your name. They have deserted your ways. They have even, uh, you know, he could have named many things because at the time of uh, King Ahaz, Israel had deviated away from the ways of the true God, from, the, from of course, the foundation that God had laid there for them through Moses. And uh, for the first time in the history of Israel, you heard idol, idol altars. In the palace of the king of Israel, it was never ever heard of in the history of Israel before. And this is what Isaiah is talking about. And the only mistake was Ahaz got hooked up with the Jezebel who was actually a mistress, a mistress or a high priest of Baal. Praise the Lord. And therefore, it has just happened. And because Jezebel, I want us to remember as we lay the foundation this morning, that Jezebel is not a person. Of course, that time it was a person. There was the exemplification of a person. But Israel, Jezebel is an exemplification of an evil spirit that always works against the will of God, to deviate the children of God from focusing on God. I will touch more, of course, on, on Jezebel. Let me leave it at that point. So, at this point, Elijah had fled in fear that Jezebel and, his, and, and her agent, agents would kill him in revenge. And he went, he traveled into the wilderness, he went, he sat under a, 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 a broom tree and uh, he said, God, now because uh, there is nothing more I can do, just kill me. Can you imagine a man of God reaching the stage of praying? The only prayer that he can do, we pray that we live so that we declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Here is a man of God who has reached the end of the road. And the only prayer that he prays is that God kill me because there isn't much else I can do. And as he was there, uh, Sleeping under, the, under, the, under the, 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 the broom tree. The angel of the Lord comes and touch, touches him. And he wakes him up. And he comes back to reality. And the angel said, 
drink, eat and drink because the journey you are about to make is a long journey. And he looked around, he saw near his head, he found a, a cake baked, baked in charcoal and a jar of water and he took. Okay? And he, it took him, this is what sustained him for 40 days and nights that Elijah walked towards Mount Horeb, the mountain of the Lord. And it is the mountain of the Lord. I think I want us to mark this. I did not have this opportunity in the first Sunday service because in the first service because uh, it was a short, very short session. Mark that after Elijah was instructed by the angel, he did not walk in any other direction. He walked towards the mountain of the Lord. It is called the mountain of the Lord because that's where the Lord dwells. It is the mountain of the Lord where the Lord would speak to Moses. Where the prophets of God would go to hear from God. Because that's where God's presence is found. Praise the Lord. In modern days, the Bible scholars will tell you that the mountain of the Lord, ideally in simple terms, can be very easily translated to mean prayer. You go down to seek the face of God. You hear brethren saying, I've just come from the mountain. Perhaps they've been fasting and seeking the face of God. It is hard to speak to God or to hear from God unless we go where God's presence dwells. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he traveled 14 nights and days in the strength of the meal. And uh, of course, he arrived at Mount Horeb, which is the mountain of God, where he spent a night in the cave. And uh, it is there in that cave where the Lord himself spoke to him for the first time. And you can imagine the Lord himself is telling you, this time God is not sending an angel. He doesn't say an angel. He says he heard the voice of the Lord. And the voice of the Lord tells him, Elijah, the first question he asks him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Twice that question is repeated from the mouth of the Lord. Although the first one is indirect because it simply says he heard the voice of the Lord. And he keeps the same story. You know, your people have sinned against you. They have profaned your name. They have run away, of course, from the true worship. They have even killed your prophets. And I am the only one of your prophets remaining. And he adds a rider. And now they also want to kill, to kill me. Praise the Lord. You can see his mind is actually on death at every stage of his life. Amen. And perhaps the Lord is still asking us this morning, what is it that you are doing? What are you doing here, brethren? What are you doing? You can ask yourself, what are you doing here? Call, it by, call yourself by your name. What are you doing here? Oh, ask your, your colleague or your friend, who, what are you doing here? Because the Lord continues to ask us this question and he expects us to give an answer. Even if it's an indirect, an indirect uh, question, uh, answer or response like, like Elijah's. Elijah's is very interesting because I've been a teacher. And sometimes we joke, we used to joke uh, with other instructors. We say some students, you give them questions, they decide to make their own questions and answer them. And you can see Elijah actually doing that. God is asking him a simple question. He could have said, I've run away from Jezebel because I was afraid of being killed. He, keep, he, gives, he gives a long story. 
And then he says, he, he ends with a rider that they also want to kill me. Why he is putting it in plural? Because he was actually running away from Jezebel. Is only him who knows. Perhaps Jezebel is representative of a legion of spirits, of evil spirits. We, they want to kill me. They want to kill me. It isn't Jezebel wants to kill me. Elijah, the, 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 the symbol interpretation of Elijah's name is uh, Yahweh or Jehovah is my God. Or my God is Yahweh. And you see, this is a person called by the name of the Lord. He's actually running away from. Did you hear a similar story like uh, during the, the Jesus, when Jesus was being led to the cross and Peter is being intimidated by a young lady? And he, until he denies Jesus Christ. That's how the spirit of Jezebel works. Praise the Lord. Of course, uh, Jezebel, I want to touch on Jezebel very quickly as we go on. So I just want to say as we move on that the fight between Elijah and Jezebel is ideally the fight that is still taking place today. The fight between darkness, light, light, light and darkness, the light, and you, know, you remember first, uh, the, first book, uh, the first chapter in, in, in the Gospel of John that the, the, the word became flesh and dwelt among men and uh, generated light, of course, for men. I'm using my own word. The Bible says this. Darkness not overcome it. The darkness will never overcome light. It is us to give up on our own lives. But as long as we are called by the name of the Lord, hear me, brethren, it does not matter what you are going through. The pressure of the dark spirits, of the evil spirits, of the, dark, the darkness of this world will never overcome the light in you. It is you to run out of the light because once you run out of the light, you are no longer in the presence of the Lord. You are chewed alive. But for as long as you, rem you remain in the presence of God, there is, no sim there is no possibility that the darkness will consume the light. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number 40. Elijah walked for 40 days and 40 nights. And simply... 40 in the, of course, the, the, the interpretation, of course, the, the, the interpretation by both scholars is that uh, 40 is the number that represents uh, tasting, trial, probation, temptation, call it. Examples, of course, Elijah, of course, uh, 40 days, 40 nights, walking without food so that he can reach the mountain of the Lord. So once you have gone, you are 40 days, you are 40 nights, you have done your probation. You have done your probation. The Lord perhaps is asking us this morning, you are giving up so easily. You have just counted up to five days or five years. You have not yet attained your 40. And therefore, your, your probation is not yet over. Those who, are who have been teachers like me will tell you when you fail an exam, you must repeat it. We have repeated exams in the ministry. You can ask your, my wife if you want to know. Because you are given an exam, you are given a probation period, you give up before you go through. You must repeat it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Moses, of course, lived in Egypt. Examples quickly. 40 years in Egypt in a very adverse environment. He ran away into the desert. Running from the, from, uh, the forces of Pharaoh who wanted to kill him because he had killed an Egyptian. And it's like jumping from the pan into the fire. He went into Midian. The symbol interpretation of Midian is a, press, a, a place of strife. You jump from Pharaoh's 
household where perhaps you could have been jailed or given a few strokes of the cane. And he goes into a place of strife. And for 40 years, he goes through another probation until God saw that he was ready now to be commissioned to deliver the children of God from Israel. Oh, sorry, from the oppression of the, 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 the Egyptians. Moses, of course, on two occasions spent 40 nights and 40 days. Two different occasions, including the time when he was being given the commandments, the Ten Commandments, in the presence of the Lord. You might say, well, this was nice. You remember the story of the priesthood in the Old Testament? You enter the Holy of Holies at your own risk. That's why they used to tie them with ropes or chains. So that when the chain stops moving, they know the fellow has been slain by, slain by the presence of the Lord. It's not easy. Don't take it for granted that you are going to enjoy going in the presence of the Lord. Because you are going to be answerable to God as a high priest on behalf of your people. The sins they have committed, if you do not behave yourself well, may the Lord help us when we are questioned about our kindred, our brethren, our sisters and brothers who have sinned against God so that we do not uh, give the wrong answers because we can be slain. Praise the Lord. That's exactly what used to happen to Moses. Some of the people would just hear the thunder from the mountain. They say, ah, ah, ah. Moses likely is not coming back. Kama hiyo ni mapigo, na ni mapigo pengine ya mungu. Wanaona moto wekitokia, inachoma wajui, inachoma musa, ama inachoma nani. So it was a big risk. It's a, it was a big period of trial or again for Moses. Jesus, of course, fasted in the wilderness when he was led into the wilderness by the Spirit of God to be tempted of the devil. Forty nights, forty nights. This is what birthed Jesus' ministry. Because immediately came from that 40-day period is the time he started calling his disciples. He had never called any until that time. It is the first time you hear Jesus starting to perform miracles. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Some of us are pregnant with ministries. We never find time to sit with God. So that can, God can actually open up and tell us. Because it is in his presence when there are no other umati. God, anakuambea mimi nimekweta. That's why I respect men of God. And don't, don't, ever, don't ever forget this. This is a lesson I learned the hard way in the ministry. When Pastor Richard, we are, you were called, I was not there. See you, Lichapa Vibokongapi. I don't know. Some of us, God has forced us to resign. I remember one day we spent, one night we spent almost the whole night with my wife. A pastor friend of mine who led me to Christ. God had spoken to him. I was not there. And he has told his wife, God has told me to, retire, to, to, to resign and go into full-time ministry. And she comes to us. She says, please come and uh, talk to Muse. Because sasa ndiyo tumeanza, watoto wetu, ndiyo toddlers. Sasa atuyui utafanyika nini. And this man stood his ground. He said, I have heard the voice of God. How he heard the voice of God, I don't know what happened. One of my own brothers, blood brothers, he was almost killed by God because of disobedience. He gives you the testimony today, you will shed tears. Because God started calling him, he was earning very good money. 
in the insurance uh, sector, and you know that's a, a place with a, a lot of money, good money and good salaries. Until God decided now enough is enough. I've been talking to you. You have not been listening. He almost killed him. That's how it is in the presence of the Lord. So that's a kind of probation. So when somebody goes through that probation and God gives him a ministry, let's leave them alone. That's why David said, I cannot raise a finger against the anointed of the Lord. I was not there when the Lord anointed them. And imagine he was talking about a fallen fellow called Saul. And many of us joke with ministers. We go to them and a minister, even you, you are a minister. Say, I'm a minister. Because each one of us has got a ministry. I'm not talking about because you hear this a pastor, this a, an elder. Even you, you are a minister. For as long as you are called by the name of the Lord. Because there is a ministry, the Lord has deposit, deposited in you according to Ephesians 4. Let's not be quick to judge others because they have gone through a terrible period of probation. Until God confirms them. And God gives them a ministry. Even when they backslide. The Bible says, try to restore them with love. Never ever. Don't ever dare. Because with the same measure that you give others. The same will be given to you. Field overflowing. Pressed down and shaken. Let us fear God when God speaks. When God says, let's not lay, lift a finger against his very elect. They are the apple of his eye. Perhaps I'm deviating. But I wanted to tell you about the probation period. 40 days, 40 nights. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me move on. The spirit of Jezebel very quickly. I want to say the spirit of Jezebel is not a historical kind of thing that happened. It is the reality in today's church. It is the reality in our families. It's the reality even in our workplaces. You can ask my wife one day. I've had intimidation from the spirit of Jezebel even in my workplace. You know my wife is a prayer warrior. That's something I never shared with you. And when she calls upon God, God sometimes can answer with fire. I've had three cases, I'm telling you deliberately. Three cases where guys who have tried to intimidate me I have not even reported them anywhere. Senior guys, I'm not talking about small people. Because I am the anointed of the Lord. And because, you know why it surprises many of us when I talk like this? Because we want to separate our ministry from our vocation. We are not separate. That's why we are the salt of the earth, even in the office. And in our families. We have had cases where I just sit with my wife. We are the only reason when guys are arguing, including very anointed men and women of God in our family. And because each one of them has already been hooked by the spirit of Jezebel, they do not realize what it is that they are doing. They start fighting one another because the spirit of, the, the, the spirit of Jezebel isolates you so that it intimidates you to the level of depression. Psychologists will tell you at the level where Elijah was only wishing for death, he was deeply depressed. That's the spirit of Jezebel. It isolates you from the rest of the, of, the, of, the, of the flock. So that you feel so lonely. 
you are so isolated, you become insecure. That's why there are fights upon fights in churches today. Because the spirit of the Lord, or the spirit of Jezebel wants to separate you from the rest of the flock so that it can, it can hit you as hard as possible. As they say, where it hurts most. And then you have got nowhere to run to because if I'm divided from my, 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 my brother Joshua, I, I cannot go to him. I tell him, now I've been indignated. The spirit of Jezebel is uh, working on me. I've already been separated and agreed to be separated from him. That's why men and women of God today take the warning. Let's be wary of the spirit of Jezebel operating in the church today. Many pastors are fallen. Because the spirit of Jezebel isolates you. At the end, unasikia, I've got two cases, two mighty men of God, friends of ours. They continue joking with the ministers. And that's what one, uh, some ladies told me in one church. They came, they said, eh, you know, Muruti, sometimes we want to share with you some problems. But because you're always with my Muruti. Now we cannot, I said, my friend, now if you cannot talk to me in the presence of my wife, I think you will never talk to me. You know why? Because this is where foolish men and women of God are being tricked into walking alone. They leave their spouses. You'll find a fellow has gone to pray with somebody's wife or with somebody's daughter in a dark corner at night at his ministry. The next time you see something the young guys are calling a ball. And you can never any longer stand in a pulpit like this because you have already been caught and the evidence is there. And young women, ministers, it's not because God has not called you. You have not been listening to his spirit when he calls you and wants you. Do not go beyond here alone. Whether you are married or not, never go to minister to a man, especially in an isolated place. Call another sister. Call another sister you go together. If you want to be selfish, if you want to mix the issue of also looking for a husband with the issue of the ministry, you will be cooked alive, my sister. And you will see the evidence. You will be so intimidated that you will never again give your testimony. Take it from, this, from the Spirit of the Lord this morning. Let me skip this because I cannot go through all the points I have from the spirit, on the spirit of Jezebel. It's a controlling spirit. They will tell you in a congregation like this, me, I cannot allow anything to be done any other way. It's either my way or not. One lady came to the church. She had given a tax of 50,000 pula. That's not small money. In around 2003, 2002, it's big money. Because that translated that time to about 700,000 Kenya shillings. Small, not small money. And she wants to manipulate me. And she tells me, Muruti, now, you know, we are actually ready, uh, ready to support the ministry. She gave me names. But you see, you have to do ABC. That ABC included removing the fellows, one of the men of God that God was grooming and was using us to bring, to bring up, to, 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 to nurture a prophet of God. Because I think perhaps he had taught them something that never pleased them. You know, prophets just point out. The pointer finger represents the prophet. The thumb represents the apostle. The pointer finger, the prophet just points out. He says, wait, wait. You have sinned against God. Go and repent or you die. And the prophet can be, can cause a big mess. 
if there is no shepherd. And perhaps that's what he had done. And they didn't like the man of God. I actually fought a lot of battles because I listened to God. I could easily have excommunicated that man. If I, 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 but I've never excommunicated, excommunicated anybody because I don't believe in excommunication. It's a tool the enemy uses. Because when you excommunicate somebody, you expose them more. And God will ask you for their blood. Because you have moved them from the rest of the flock, you have isolated them to the level where they are at the mercy of all kinds of evil spirits. They will be torn apart. And as they are torn apart, if God does not have mercy on them, you will be accountable for their blood. Praise the Lord. Let me stop at that point. Elijah recognized the voice of the Lord. Because if you read the instructions in the scriptures, the piece of scripture we have read, God simply tells Elijah, go and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord will pass by. He was never told, and you see, he was not told, it's only God who passes on that route. Many other people would be passing there. He was not told, how do you recognize the voice of the Lord? He was just told, go and stand, wait, the Lord will pass by. And he went, fasting a strong wind, throwing rocks aside uh, 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 all over the place, tearing the mountain. You can imagine a wind that tears the mountain. That's what the scripture says. And many times, we would imagine that God must be there. Because that's perhaps a representative of uh, the, 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 the power of God. The fire. And God was not in the fire. The thunder. And he, already there was a history of God thundering from the Mount Sinai. They could easily have seen for somebody who does not discern, who has got no element of discernment, they would have said, ah, that must be God. He even thundered from the mountain when he was speaking to Moses. Let me tell you, when you study the story of Moses, then you start understanding why I keep making reference to it. The Bible says there used to be a lower line, almost like the outer, the outer part of the temple, where anybody could just come and dance and go away. Another one for the priests. The last one, nobody else would dare cross it. The Bible says even a cow stepping on it would be stricken dead. That's how serious it was. So, you see Moses going to the mountain 40 days and surviving, coming back, you know, God it's the reason why God would say that with Moses, I speak to him face to. <laughs> so, someone could have said, eh, when Moses used to go to the there used to be so much fire and thunder. So, ideally, if it's voting, they would vote for, for the th fire, thunder, strong wind, and so on and so forth. Not for the still, small voice. But yet, Moses was able to discern that God was not in the thunder, he was not in the strong wind, he was not in the fire, but he was in the still small voice. This morning God was reminding me, the small kids, they master their father's voice and their mothers so well that they are able to pick out their mothers and their fathers even in darkness. Because they know their accent they know even the pitch of their sound. They know everything about them. Even when they are hungry, they will know that's my father, although he's angry. And when they are happy, they will know that's my father, although he's happy. That's how God expects us to know him. 
to the level of knowing this is not God, although there is so much power. There is so much presence of power and demonstration of uh, every kind of thing that has been associated with God in the past, but God is not there. You know why many times <laughs> we go about uh, giving our money to crooks? Because it's the spirit of Jezebel. They, they frustrate you to the level. They threaten you. They tell you, ah, ah. Me, let me tell you. I, I, I'll share. Dr. Ari, one of the things I don't respect, I mean, these things doing, doing rounds in social media. Now, Nambewati, so and so, uh, you know, send this to 10 people. He was blessed in three days. And so and so did not do it. And then uh, he suffered. Uh, so what? Well, I say this is garbage. It's the spirit of Jezebel. And that's how the false prophets are working because they are possessed by the spirit of Jezebel. They will tell you, you know, so and so came here. He comes and gives a testimony. And yet we know some of them pay money for people to twist their mouths. And we, we are so gullible as the children of God. We don't know how God speaks. When we hear them, we are quick to send money. Unambewa, Toma, 9999 shillings. 5555. That's a worship. Why would anybody? God is expect, expects us to send according to what we have decided in our hearts. What we have purposed. Why would somebody force me, Elder Aliso, 555 shillings? Apostle Joshua, 555 shillings? And they saw that in uh, 55 days or in 5 days you get blessed. It's staggering. But because we do not know how God speaks, we become so gullible. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Elijah was able to pick the voice of his master from amidst many other voices that have gone out into the world. First John chapter 4 says, Brethren, test every spirit. Because not every spirit that, that, that comes say, call, saying, Lord, Lord, is the spirit of God. But every spirit that satisfies that God, Jesus Christ, came in the flesh. That is the spirit of God. Symbol tests. But we fail them. Because we go with the strong voices. So we are actually looking for God many times like uh, the, 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 the mother and the other women that followed Jesus Christ in the wrong places, in the places of the dead. And that's where we are taking our sacrifices. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when God wants us, he tells you, he uses a brother or a sister. Anakuambia wewe hii company yako na huu mtu uchunge utaanguka. Na uleza kwani nianguke sijaokoka kama wewe. Because you have not discerned that God is using this brother or sister to warn you. Praise the Lord. Elijah was told go in the presence of the Lord. The first right step, step that Elijah took was instead of running away from Jezebel and going to his mother or his father and his tribe. He ran, he ran towards the mountain of the Lord. Where do we go when we are intimidated? I've seen even Christians, that is the time unajua kumbe huyu ni mkukui, siku anajua. Siku moja mtu mungina liniambia, hey, as we have been thinking, we ni muluya. Because they get to know we ni mkamba, sahili kukiaribika, unesema kalonzo azishikwe. Because your strength is not in the mountain of the Lord. Your security is in your tribe. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't we fall to this, trip, to, 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 this kind of tricks, brethren? Unambewa hii maji ukikunwa, 
You know, I've actually this ministry exposes to all kinds of crazy things. Tulenda kuombea wandugu wengine akiwa na shida ya familia. Bibi akasema huyu msikuje hapa na he was an usher in our church. Nasema wewe msikuje hapa mkini. Mkisema huyu ni ndugu yenu. Mkisema ni ndugu yenu hata sitakaa na nini. Because ni mtumbaya sana. He's my husband but he's a wicked person. Alitoa nguo zangu akapeleka isili kutibiwa. Kwa sababu ananitesa nisiende. Aseme ni ukweli si ukweli. Ndugu akasema eh, eh, anyway I did it but I was just intimidating her. You can imagine a man of God is ushering in the church and because the fear of God has gone out of the church because the presence of God does not stay with hypocrisy. The Bible says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which is hypocrisy. And because the church, the spirit of the law, the, the spirit of Jezebel has spread so much that 50% of the church perhaps are just guys who come there to warm the seats. They are not going to heaven. But you know it's better pastor to pastor a church where two people, you have two people, you take them to heaven. When Paul is crowned, you are just next to Paul. Unambia wewe uleta watu wawili. Kuliko kukaa na umati wa 200 people and none of them enters heaven. I, I'm giving you a testimony. My wife can tell you. Saturday last week, my sister came to see us and she was telling us, she spoke to our pastor and she told him, Pastor, uchunge, usilie vijana madharau. Wale wanasimama hapa we nauliza vijana ujaoa hata hujui bibi anakaangwa naye namna gani you just imagine what they do at night how children are born and so on and so forth na unakuja hapa kusimama hapa bila aibu kusomea wazee warike ya mama yako ati kijana anasimama hapa what is it is a spirit of Jezebel controlling spirit you cannot talk about that which you have got no experience about Neither can you old men and women you do not know what they are going through. Bring them up with love. The Lord is saying this morning many of us have behaved badly towards our own children. And that's why some of them have become disobedient. Some of them have run away from home. But if you repent today God will bring them back in Jesus name. Because you cannot talk about that which you have got no experience about. Sisters allow to lezalewa ile miaka inaitwa sui 19 what? That's why I was singing that song to you. Because some of you have never heard it. Sasa mimi maneno ya internet nimejua just the other day nikiwa mzee. If we understood we put ourselves in the boots of the other group, then we would handle them with care so that we protect them, so that we groom them in the faith and on the way to the mountain of the Lord, so that finally they see God and they reign with him forever in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So running to the mountain of the Lord was a good thing that Elijah did because he found the Lord there and the Lord gave him instructions. Hallelujah. Many times we run to other things and we lose it. Amen. We must have walked with the Lord to such a level that we are able, even if there is a, like John is saying in 1 John 4, even if come out to 20, I'm at 200 wakiongea, netasema, my wife laughs sometimes, na mwambia hii ni prophet ya wongo. Because if you are in the spirit of God, utakisikia kakitu tu, useme, that cannot be God, because God will never contradict his word. Hallelujah. Let me stop at that point, and move on a bit. I know time is up. 
What happens when we hear the voice of God? We can take the example of Elijah. Elijah heard the voice of God. He discerned the voice of God in the still and small voice. If he had run with the wind, the strong wind, he would not have heard God. Perhaps the enemy would have spoken to him and he comes saying, God has said ABC. God has said, go and kill your wife. And there are Kenyans, and there are Kenyans who have actually killed their women. And I want to say, prophet, I Eh? Ah, I'm just case story I saw a young man in the newspaper the other day. Atake Gigamba, the father was Matharau Sana. And I said, Yes, I stand here, I'm very proud because I've even saved my siblings from his intimidation and his bad behavior. His own father. His own father. That was happening last week if you didn't read the papers. Elijah was given instructions by the Lord. He was told now as you live here, go back where you came from. You see, there was a turn around. He's running to the mountain of the Lord. The Lord said, now I've dealt with you and I've given you enough instructions. Now go back. He had finished his 40 days and nights. Go back to the desert of Damascus, Syria. Do ABC first. You destroy the kingdoms. Because power belongs to the kingdom. That when we pray, our Father what in heaven, your will be done. On other cities in heaven, oh, hallowed be thy name, your will be done. Your, your kingdom come, yes. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom, of, the kingdom, even the kingdoms of earth, they come with the glory of the kingdom. They come, it's called trappings of power. Trappings of power. Unawananga skari, you have not even been told by anybody. But you know, tell, tell signs. You are this, actually, it signifies the presence of the kingdom. Oh, yeah? It comes with the power. Have you seen how some of the guys are handled when they, they want to, 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 to cross the line that is, not supposed to be for, that is not supposed to be crossed by commoners? There is power. Askari wengine na kuangalia mpaka ni wale tulikuwa tukiwa shule tunasema anaangalia mtoto analia bure. That is the power of the kingdom. We cannot go in the mountain of the Lord. the mountain the The Bible says in Isaiah, I'm just remembering Isaiah 58, that the fasting the Lord deserves. It's not the kind of fasting when fast, you are fasting, unaenda kutesa wafanyikazi wako. And that's what men of us do. Tunasema tumetoka kwa, kwa the mountain of the Lord. The mountain of the Lord, my friend, walikuwa naona Mosa, akitoka from the mountain of the Lord. They cannot look at him. He was glittering with the, like lightning. They cannot look at him. Wakiona tu. Anuona kutoka kwa mountain of the Lord. Daimoni tu zinakufuata. Zile ulikuwa nalala nazo. Mavikira. Mavikira maovu. There must be a change when we reach the presence of the Lord. He will turn us round. He will turn our situations round. But people must see and witness. Deuteronomy 28 says, I will bless you if you obey my statutes to such a level that the nations of the world will see you and say you are blessed. It's not you who are blessed. Watakuwana, wanasema huyu amebarikiwa. 
Tulejaribu kumtesa vile walejaribu kutesa Joseph wakamkuta Egypt they bowed down the same thing that they refused as he, to, he had told them in his dream they came they bowed down before him because they saw a prime minister they didn't see Joseph that's how God's presence turns our situations around i remember apostle Joshua was teaching the other day of uh, king makers where during the the, the 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 prayer week elijah changed from an intimidated fellow to a kingmaker not even one kingdom he was told end of overturn kingdom of assyria uweka hazael overturn kingdom of israel utwe ahab because he's the one who has allowed idol worship by entertaining the ways of jezebel and the ways of worshiping baal uweke jehu do you know jehu is the fellow who later slew jezebel literally and he was told hata wewe kazi yako imeisha umemaliza probation yako nao ni wakati wa kupumzika uinue vijana akaambiwa enda utue mjamaa anaitwa Elisha umwekelea mafuta umuminie mafuta he will be the prophet in your stead everything changed but the good thing Elijah was running away from Damascus or from from the desert of Syria he actually had the courage to go back to the same place where he ran from nasikianga jamaa akiimba ile nyimbo za nitabarikiwa mpaka waone nitaendesha gari mpaka waone what else do they see do they see these the trappings of the power of the kingdom do they see it wanaona gari tu kiendesha gari wanaona nyumba kubwa ukiendesha nyumba ukiwa ukiishi kwa nyumba kubwa ukipata kazi kubwa na pengine hata hiyo kazi umechota kitu May the Lord help us in Jesus name. We cannot hear the voice of God remain the same. We cannot hear the voice of God and remain the same. I was talking to my mother the other day in the presence of my wife. And because of listening to a very my my, my mother is born again. Over 90 and very sober. For the first time in many years, anasema ah, hata mtoto wa ndugu yako ni kama mtu amemfanyia kitu, anikamwambia my mother keep quiet. I am a prophet. I am a prophet. Anybody who is called by the name of the Lord should flee every appearance of evil, even evil talk. Nimwambia wewe umeokoka. Nikamuuliza, wewe ukilogwa utalogeka? Nikamwambia mimi siwezi logeka. In fact one of my 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 my, my pastime, parents would be enjoying witch doctors and and sorcerers because they can't do anything to me. That's what the kingdom being in the presence of God has done to me. I told my mother, nimekuambia mara nyingi mimi siwezi logeka. Na yule anataka kuniloga, muambie na wewe unasema umeokoka, you must repent. Nikamwambia mwenye kutaka kuniloga, muambie aljaribu ndiajulikane yeye ni mlogi kwa sababu atakufa ama akauke. That's my God. Ah ah kwani mnaogopa kuwa mtu atisio huja huyo mchinja kama hataki tuba akeshika akeshika mali ya Mungu what does the bible say we are the temple of the holy spirit of god the holy spirit of god who owns me will fight for me and the holy ghost of god is a consuming fire what is it atunataka kwa presence of god mtu anakuja nikuloga naanza kwenda mkono hivi may the lord help us in jesus name 
So what is it that you are doing here? Elijah was asked twice by the Lord in verse 9 and verse 13. And he gave a long, a long indirect answer. He never actually responded to the, to, 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 the, to, to the question of the Lord. And the Lord is asking us, what are you doing here? What are you doing in the situation? It's not necessarily this physical place. What are you doing in the situation that you are in? Because perhaps that's what God was asking Elijah. How come that you are intimidated so much and you belong to me? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? What is your situation, my brother and my sister? You are in the presence of the Lord and the Lord is asking you, what are you doing here? You are lamenting about your breaking family. You are lamenting about your children who have gone out in disobedience. You, have, you are lamenting about your wife who is disobedient. Now sometimes, you know why we go wrong? Because the spirit of darkness knows that you have committed a sin. Well, Nasama, me, I don't fight. You know what I told another fellow at work? We were talking about something, then I said something, it annoyed him. For no good reason. Me I'm not a fool. I will not fight. I told him that. I will not fight. Why would I fight? I'm a child of God. And those are the kind of fights that we pick every time, every now and then. Some of them are physical. Others are crazy fights. My wife can tell you some of them backslid. Because they were not listening to what God was selling them. Who has been commissioned to win the daimoni? Look, there are souls getting lost because they have never heard the gospel. They have never been shown love. And then somebody is bragging, I've been in the mountain hunting for demons. You know when you hunt for demons, you'll fight them. For sure you'll fight them. But you'll be hurt. You'll be terribly hurt. To such a level that we might come for your barrier soon. Because you have lost direction. You are not listening to the voice of the Lord. You are moving with your emotions. And actually, what you are doing is a demonstration of pride. The Bible says God receives the proud. But he gives his grace to the humble. And therefore, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. So that he can uplift you in due season. Uyo anaenda mungwa... Kama Jesu ya kwenda akitafuta ni kwa cave school akitafuta mashetani. Wewe unaenda ukitafuta. So una kazi ya kufanya it tells you if you had God you forgot what he said. Because God has never commissioned anybody to become a devil hunter. We are more than overcomers because we overcome the enemy when he tries to to reach us or to touch us. We are not more than overcomers because we go looking for the devil. Let's rise up in Jesus' name. May the Lord help us. You might go, be going through a hard time, brethren. A time where you do not know even your state and how your tomorrow will be like Elijah. Because Elijah, perhaps the only thought that was in his mind that I might not even be living tomorrow. And it will be some of you who are here today because the devil has used a good professional called a doctor to tell you that he, I've given you 30 days. Kwani 30 days unapatiwa na dakitari na unakubali. Dakitari alikuomba siku gani? And you feel so intimidated. Unangoja ukufe. Of course you will die. Because the power of life and death is in your tongue. Praise the Lord. Let's say no to the spirit of intimidation.
the spirit of Jezebel. Let's say no. And let's rise up in the power and the knowledge and the revelation that the Lord gives us in his presence. So that we go out, we uproot every kingdom that worships Jezebel and Baal. That bows down to Jezebel or to Baal in Jesus' name. The churches are struggling. Struggling, struggling because everybody is doing their own thing. The enemy has divided us. You have been used to divide the saints of God. They are the saints of God. You must repent in Jesus' name so that God turns your situation around. Some of us perhaps are suffering some of the things that we are suffering, negative things that, that are impacting you know, on our lives and the lives of our children. Simply because we raised our finger against an anointed of the Lord. You are not the one who anointed them. Let God punish them. If they have sinned against God, just pray for them. Usijaribu. Usijaribu to judge them. It is not your portion in Jesus' name. And you need to repent in Jesus' name. I felt hurt one day when uh, Nganga's church, I've never worshipped in Nganga's church, and I don't care who he preaches, as long as he mentioned Jesus Christ. Paul said, let them, even those who are preaching, so that I can be imprisoned more, let them continue preaching. Even if they're preaching for a, 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 a bad motive, the word of God is still being preached. And one morning I woke up, I saw Nganga's church had been torn down by bulldozers. Eh? And I had some brethren that morning, I was hot in prayer. The fire of the Holy Spirit. And I told them, brethren, you must repent. For as far as I know, Nanga is my brother until God judges him otherwise. He preaches the word of God. And when the kingdom of God suffers violence, we are all impacted. And some of us have rejoiced because a brother has done something wrong and they are in a fix. That's why God was not in your game. But now you are out. This is how to do it. You restore them in love in Jesus' name. We must repent in such cases. Let's raise up our hands to the Lord in Jesus' name. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We exalt you, King of kings and Lord of lords. You have spoken to us, O God. Lord, you are laying a new foundation, O King of glory. So that, Lord, as we declared, Lord, from the beginning of the year, that this is the year of uh, your supernatural grace. We cannot experience, Lord, the fruits of your supernatural grace, Lord, unless we listen to you, O King of glory. Because perhaps where you will be, O King of glory, and disseminating your grace, O King of glory, to meet our different needs, we might have drifted far away from your presence, Lord. We want to seek for your forgiveness, Lord, as we repent, O King of glory, in the name of Jesus. Some of us, Lord, might have tended other saints. We might have been used, O King of glory, by the spirit of wickedness to tend other saints, O King of glory, to paint them in bad light. We want to repent in Jesus' name. For some of us, Lord, your word reminds us, O King of glory, that, Lord, we treat our wives with care as a weaker vessel so that our prayers are not hindered, O Lord. And many times we might have come to your mountain, O King of glory, when we have already intimidated, O King of glory, and humiliated our wives who want to repent in Jesus' name. And let every husband repent 
if you have ever done this in the name of Jesus, so that the Lord can start healing your family in Jesus' name. Let every woman who is in this place who is married and has never had respect or for some reason at certain times she has not respected her husband. Because the Bible says, humble yourself before your husband. And that is not, uh, is not bargainable. And therefore we cannot go before God in his holy mountain when you have already disobeyed his word. Let us repent in Jesus' name. May the Lord have mercy upon us. The Bible says, children, obey your parents. In the Lord. Oh God. And it says this is the first law. This is the first, the first commandment with a promise. So that your lives may be longer on the earth. And that it may be well with you. And some of us are in this congregation. And we have dishonored your, our parents. May the Lord have mercy. Even as we go before him in tears of repentance in Jesus' name. So that we can, our situations can be turned around in Jesus' name. Many of us have gossiped about others because that's one manifestation of the spirit of Jezebel. Gossiping about others. Picking the bad side, never picking the good side of others. And we have divided congregations. Some of the churches are struggling in a in kinds of confusion because of brethren some of them might be here this morning may the Lord have mercy as we repent in tears in Jesus name this is what the spirit of the Lord is saying to us this morning and I know this is the beginning of a new thing some of us will testify at the end of this year or what the Lord has done in this year of the increase of God's supernatural grace in our lives. We might not experience it unless we allow ourselves to be turned around by the Spirit of the Lord. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Lord, forgive us. There are many other things we cannot mention here, Lord, because of time. But you know them, Lord. Every sin, every wicked thing we have committed, O King of glory, as individuals, as leaders, O King of glory, Lord, Lord, as a congregation, Lord, we pray that you forgive us, that you cleanse us, O King of glory, that you give us a new beginning. Teach us, Lord, how best to deal with the spirit of Jezebel without hurting even your Lord in the name of Jesus. Because such an individual is of equal value to any other before your eyes. Because Jesus Christ died for such an individual in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Lord, and reveal to us, O King of glory, how to keep this congregation together, how to groom leadership in this congregation, how, Lord, to groom the young, oh, God, how to groom the different ministries without hurting, Lord, any one of them, king of glory, to the level, king of glory, of getting discouraged to draw back in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Lord, and cleanse us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. And, and I want to declare here, I want to declare here as Pastor Richard comes that if you have prayed that prayer from your heart, some of the problems, including health problems, will dissipate in Jesus' name. Because the enemy has been taking advantage because we are hooked to something that belongs to him. So he has got every right to tread on us. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name.